Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Quick Tips for, well, normally entrepreneurs, but we'll see what we get from, from this guest. Back with me today, I have Max, and he is from Febris. He's a machine learning engineer. We have just recorded a really cool episode all about his background, his journey into machine learning, his journey into healthcare, and his journey into startup land with Febris. So by all means, go back and have a listen to that episode. But he's back today to talk about his tips for something or other. So Max, who have you got tips for? Who do you want to talk to? And who do you want to give advice to? Sure, thanks for the uh, intro, James. So uh, quick tips, I would really like to give advice for to startups looking to hire machine learning engineers in particular. Huge problem to solve, by the way. Talent is rare. Um, you are such a talent and Febris managed to hire you. So what What was it? What advice would you be giving? I think it's a really good one. So some advice I'd have is, the first thing is about the interview process. You need to really make sure that your culture is actually shining through that and focus less on technical questions about turning into um, somebody the size of a penny trying to jump out of a blender and more about um, questions to do with the culture and if you are doing a technical interview try and give them give the machine learning engineer some time maybe maybe as a takeaway test or something like that um, where you're, they're solving a problem that's relevant to you and it's less about um, yeah it's less about just answering these random questions on the spot where you could practice that for ages, for months before, and then just be really good at it, or you just haven't practiced it and then you flunk it. And it's more about, can you be the person who can solve those problems for you in the startup company? So that's really one tip that I think, um, that's the reason why I joined Fever. One of the big reasons I joined Fever is I loved their interview process, which didn't have any of those uh, crazy questions. Just on that, Max, before, just, just that before we move on, um, did you have, interviews like what you talked about did you have some interviews where it was just really heavy technical questions in fact every interview except febris was really full of, full of these questions and it really put me off and i thought at the time you know this is actually my first job outside of university and i thought that this was just the way yeah. that it worked and i was delighted to see a company which wasn't focused on that uh, so maybe I'm a bit biased as well that it's the company that hired me <laughs> is the one that didn't do technical and I'm like, oh, screw technical. But um, I really do believe um, that that's the reason I'm here is uh, because I didn't have to go through all that uncomfortableness of answering these questions that don't really mean anything in my opinion. Well, it's interesting, you know, I think from a from a startup perspective and sort of having a, I guess you'd call it a startup in one element, myself, a startup agency certainly anyway. I do consider those first interviews almost, we we need to be showing off to them too because we are young as a company. We don't have the employer brand of people that have been around for 10, 20 years. We don't have that. We don't, people aren't coming to us with a knowledge of exactly how we work and exactly what we do and exactly what our culture is. So it's interesting, I suppose, less overtly, maybe more subconsciously, I, you know, Jess and I definitely find ourselves selling in that first interview, I think at least in part, because we are trying to ascertain that. And, I, and you know, most of the questions I think we get at the end are around culture, are around um, how we treat other people, you know, what our hours are, like how we consider flexible work, like all, all these different things that build culture up to something I think are seemingly extremely important people. So I'm, I'm not surprised that's your first tip, mate. Yeah, no, absolutely. It makes it makes a lot of sense, and I'm glad that it resonates. 
Um, yeah. And yeah, I think the, the second tip is just ensuring that it's really important to understand what would motivate a company to stay, for, for some people in the company, to stay later if they needed to. Why are they here in the first place? Do they have a shared passion for what they're doing? So just ensuring that the company is really structured around that mission-driven mentality and it's less about just this contractual thing of people doing a nine to five. I think that's extremely key. So if you can project that through the hiring process, I think you can get some really, um, yeah, really good people. Yeah, I, th I think on that one, I think that's what can really make a difference and really tap into an individual's latent talent or, or desire or you know, work ethic and things like that. Because at the end of the day, the company also needs needs work ethic. It, it, you know, in, in startup land particularly, you're off, you're often dining out on the fact that people are staying late and, and all that sort of thing. But why not make, take a complete advantage of that? We're in healthcare. We are doing something that matters. We are doing that stuff. Why not let that shine through in the interview process? Um, I see so many post on LinkedIn about how difficult hiring is. I have so many you know, conversations people have about how difficult hiring is. Um, but you know, attracting talent is tough. But we are in health tech, we are in healthcare, we are doing something that matters, and that is our leverage to attract that talent. It's We're not financial services, we can't offer those salaries and and that equity, you know, that, that isn't available, that kind of financial compensation as in other sectors, but the work we're doing matters. And I think you're right, it is really important that, that shines through. And also, yeah, even when I think about the questions that we get, it's around who are our clients, what are they doing? Um, people are super interested in that stuff and they want to be part of it. Uh, so I think anything that they, anything that companies can do within their hiring process to project that, I think is extremely, extremely important, um, as well as obviously the personalities of the individuals as well. I think it's interesting, mm, you know, one of the feedbacks mm. that, that, that Jess and I get is, um, is just around us as people at the end of it, that people feel like it's, oh, it's a team we want to join if it's you guys part of it. And I think that's nice as well, you know, like being able to, be, to your first point, you know, being able to project that culture as much as possible is extremely important. I think it's it's more and more difficult the bigger a company gets, obviously. And I think, you know, when you've when you've got hiring managers and you've you've got head of people, head of talent and it's all run like a you know, like clockwork and you're doing multiple of these a day and all the rest of it, it's it's perhaps more difficult. But there are innovative means of doing so. There are videos that you can send and show and of founders and, and leaders and all the rest of it, um, as well as the obvious one growing brand, um, which is the game I'm obviously in. But um, <laughs> mate, it's been a it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for coming back on. Great tips. I don't often reflect that much, but um, yeah, it's been really good. Thank you. No, this is really, really great. Thanks a lot, James, as always. Hey everyone, thanks for listening and making it all the way to the end of this episode. Remember to subscribe, rate us and leave a review and you can head to the description of this episode to follow me on all of my social media so you don't miss out on any of the latest health tech content.